How often do you find yourself looking at your watch and thinking, ah, oh, what time is it really? Oh no, my watch is broken. What am I going to do? Well, you're in luck because timefixes.co.uk has all of your horological needs sorted, whether it's changing batteries, watch repairs, I'm out of my depth here, some things with watches, you know, whatever, they can help you. So check them out at timefixes.co.uk as they proudly, or at least hopefully proudly, sponsor WrestleCube. Uh, yeah, so timefixes.co.uk, check them out. Uh, on with the pod. Cube. Now, uh, it's me, Tom Mimner, I'm on my own uh, here currently, uh, because this is a sort of pre-intro intro to explain some of the difficulties we've had uh, with this episode. So, we had some technical difficulties, uh, which present themselves throughout the episode, but we also had some problems with lost audio, and unfortunately, uh, that means we are not able to bring you the Wrestlemania review in its entirety. Um, I will fill in the blanks as best I can uh, from what was lost, um, but uh, largely you're getting um, the main review of Night 1 and not as much from Night 2. Um, we might revisit this in the future, but for right now I feel like the most fair thing to do, because as I've discovered, uh, the problem was with my internet, uh, and it doesn't really feel fair to ask Daniel to re-record his thoughts. Uh, we are going to plough ahead with this as it is. So uh, apologies for any quality issues. Um, yeah, um, and we are working on a solution so this doesn't happen again. Uh, apologies. And yeah, I hope you enjoy what we are presenting. Unfortunately, not in its full form. Um, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the WrestleCube. Cubo, that's Cube in Spanish. Is it? Yep, Cubo. <laughs> El uh, Cubo. Hello, my... El Cubo, of course. El Cubo. Um, uh, my name is Tom Mimner, and I'm Daniel El Cubo Akinbola, and uh, we are here to talk about WrestleMania 37. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, yes. I know we said we were going to talk about. Sting versus Jushin Thunder Liger in the King of Cube tournament, but um, we're not. We, we didn't. Well, <laughs> we're I mean, we have that eventually, but you just haven't heard it yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean that, that is that is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we'll get to that when yeah. we get to it. Uh, in a due course. Wait, just just call your jets. Call your jets. It's going to happen. It's fine. You know. Yeah, very chill about. Relax, bro. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, how are you doing? I'm good, man. It's been a it's been a good week, or you know, a bien esta, uh, no, a bien semana. Sorry, I need to stop yeah. with the Spanish stuff. Uh, it's been a good semana for me. 
um, you know, there's I've watched some WrestleMania. That was good. Um, I ate some food. You know, I lost some weight. Did some gardening. You know, it's it's been a it's been a pleasant pleasant old week there, Thomas. Very good, very good. Yeah. I have done no such things. Uh, I have been. Oh, what have I done? Uh, I can't even remember. Any baking? Uh, no baking, no baking. Uh, I. What did I do this week? What did I do? Uh, do you know? I don't know. Uh, it's all a bit of a blur. <laughs> oh, so uh, you were drinking. So you've been drinking. I did do some drinking. I did do there some drinking. Go. We're having a little cel- celebration uh, for some personal job-based news, uh, which is cool. Um, and I did watch some... I watched the film Ronin with um, ah. Robert De Niro. Yes, that's uh, a good movie. It really is. It really is. It's, uh, I, I, I hadn't seen that for quite some time. Uh, that's appeared yeah. on Netflix. So uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was good. I need to watch... Um, you know what? I'm going to watch that. That's such a good movie. It really is. It really is. And uh, weird, like, you know, know, there's this weird sort of unspoken uh, love story that I'd never noticed between uh, Robert De Niro and uh, and Jean Reno, which is... um, Oh, well. It's it's kind of like, (laughs) they never referred to it, but there's clearly this weird, like, sexual tension. It's hard. Hey, yeah, you know. It's very French. I like it, you know. I know, I'm I'm a fan, I'm a fan. Amore. It was uh, it, that 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 was Amore, indeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I, I uh, we um, we'll, we'll get on to, to the thing. Yeah, I guess as a programming note, we are going to do back to the King of Cube tournament, but it kind of would be a bit dumb as a wrestling podcast to not talk about arguably the biggest wrestling show of the year. It and feels speaking like speaking of homoeroticism, yeah. Hey! <laughs> Sorry. Now, Sorry. ladies and gentlemen, that is what you call a segue. Yeah. Uh, not not the motorized bike thing. That's, that's a different segue. Uh, <laughs> it's a superior um, segue. Well, you know, in many ways. It's certainly mm. a better form of travel, but unless your destination mm. is a different topic that you want to top, hop from one to the other. We're going down we'll a up, weird we'll road here. Upstairs. Yeah, you know. Uh, Oh, indeed, yes. yes. (laughs) The other segue is not so good for stairs. Uh, Right. Um, So, WrestleMania, obviously, this Mm. is the first show WWE have done with an audience, uh, which is is cool. Um, And, yeah, um, we're not going to cover every detail of every match because this would take ages over the two nights. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess just a quick overall thoughts for you. I know you haven't watched a lot of WWE recently, but... Um, yeah. looking at the kind of um i guess the 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 kind of opening stuff with uh, the crowd and everything else did you have any initial thoughts seeing the set and seeing kind of the uh, the opening uh yeah you know it was nice to see people on the 37th showcase of the immortals um uh it was nice. life the celebration of life. It was good <laughs> to see fans finally back in. It it definitely makes wrestling um worth watching uh watching it with a you know a, a, a quintessence ring of faces around the ring is not like how i want to watch my wrestling so that was cool and it was nice um i guess they had hulk hogan paired with a black man to make him seem less racist so that was nice <laughs> it was it was nice that he got booed <laughs> yeah exactly it was just like hey brother and everybody's just like ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, in his own you know? fucking town as well and you know what like 
fair play. Like, like, I, I, I just assumed it would be full of full of the kind of twats that uh, uh, I have seen out of WrestleMania previously, but worse because it's Florida. Um, and like that would have just cheered Hogan and been like, well, hey. And they weren't. They were booing everything Hogan said and cheering yeah, everything Titus O'Neil said. Yeah. It's great. Uh, they had, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. We had uh, BB Rexa, or as I call her, Booby Rexa. Uh, <laughs> this particular evening, she was. <laughs> yeah, she uh, was <laughs> yes, yes, uh, she was um, uh, wearing a, a quite a revealing outfit, shall we say? You know what, man? She was free and she was expressing her sexuality. Oh, yeah, and, and more power to her. Uh, exactly. And, and so, uh, her rendition of America the Beautiful were, lasted in my memory for all of five seconds. <laughs> yeah, her rendition of America the Beautiful was uh, a thing that happened yeah. and then stopped happening <laughs> at some point. So yeah, <laughs> did, I, can say. Know, I will say, like, I know they have the indoor, uh, yeah, well, not indoor, but they do the stadium shows with uh, in venues that have a roof, like in um, uh, New Orleans and stuff for the Superdome, and it looks great and mm. everything else. There is something that is so that weird hyper patriotism that they do with having the uh, the fighter jets flying over when they do the national yeah, anthem. Yeah. Does sort of make WrestleMania feel a bit special to me in a way that it does. It doesn't it? It's when just they have the roof on. Yeah, it's so expensive. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> how can you not be impressed? It's just like whoa, son of a bitch, that's expensive. This is great. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and you know. It, it, uh, I really enjoyed that. That made it feel a bit special, I have to say. And I, I really having the crowd back there was, um, even though they were you know reduced capacity and everything else, mm. I think they did a really good job of making of being really loud and making the whole thing seem like a really big deal, which was awesome. So exactly, yeah, I, I, exactly. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and weirdly, um, we'll dive straight in. Um, so you watched this uh, like after the fact. Um, so I watched watch night two live or i watched the first half yeah. of night two live yeah and then i watched the rest of it. that yeah yeah and then i watched the rest of it afterwards did so for me when you watched night one did this start mm-hmm. straight away after vincent man was on the stage and all the rest of it did, was did you have 25 minutes of people cutting promos no okay cool so i i watched it live and i did get that um okay so um Essentially, they've cut it on the network, and I assume it will be because they want to make a documentary about this in the future, where they basically had 25 minutes of backstage interviews because there was a rain delay because there was oh, a threat of lightning. I did see some of that actually on the night because I was, during the time where I, whether I was considering whether to stay up or not to watch it, I decided not to, by the way. Um, and I saw Drew McIntyre just, I don't know, fluffing a promo and be like, oh my God, I'm so excited, I don't know what I'm talking about, Blair. I was just like, what is this? What is this terrible promo he's trying to cut? Huh? They were scrambling and just had loads of people backstage oh, cutting that's promos. Why. And it was it was weird as fuck, but it was kind of cool because <laughs> yeah. you could finally see who could improv and who is very much dependent on scripted promos. It was um yeah, well, it was I definitely cannot then, because it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's just his his authentic self, which is um <laughs> a guy. He kind yeah. of took away the whole Scottish warrior thing. He's like, hey, oh, shit, I'm just a guy now. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I've got a... Whoa, ah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was his promo. I mean, it didn't get any better for him. Uh, as <laughs> went on, so, um, yeah, I, I, uh, it was cool, though. It was a really weird thing. Uh, and, yeah, it was very odd. Um, I, hope, I, I imagine... Because this is the first time it's rained at WrestleMania, they probably want to save all of that footage for 
something else, uh, Some kind of like documentary a documentary or something. something. Yeah, yeah, the I would assume so. WrestleMania. Oh. So yeah, I, I suspect that's probably the case. But um, yeah, it was it was odd. Um, so obviously, you then had uh, Vince McMahon on the stage doing a little speech, looking like mm. uh, rigor mortis has set in. Um, <laughs> uh, he does. He look. He doesn't look like a well man. Hey, he's old. He when you get old, the old comes like. You know, when it just hits real quick, like you go from being, oh, he's an elderly man, you know, but like he's in shape to being old, and it just happens like but that. But the thing is, it's weird because I think actually, as a, he looks like he still like probably goes to the gym a lot and probably is in quite good shape physically, yeah, except for, for his age. face, except <laughs> for his face. You can't, you can't lift weights, you can't with work your out face. the face, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot, you can't work out um, your face. Good, yeah, for not so having a facelift, you know. I mean, oh, the thing is, I don't know that he hasn't. I think oh. he looks a bit like he's had some work done, but he's oh, that—he's so old that it's—it's it's not going to do anything. <laughs> he's got—he's got to reapply the facelift. Like I don't know, or that he's, or that they've put makeup on him to try and make him look younger, but it just makes him look like he's got like you know, like the the makeup they put on people when they die. <laughs> like, you know, like like funeral makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his makeup uh, ran off in the rain. He was like, ah, I mean, like, melting. He he does look a bit like his face is melting. It's weird. Um, I don't know. Anyway, we, let's not focus on that for too long because I feel yeah. like we could spend too long talking about Vince McMahon's face and not about the rest of the show. And we have another. We um, have our own separate makeup podcast that you can subscribe to. It's called the Makeup Cube. Oh, of course, so. yeah. Um, if you go to our Instagram, I'm sure you'll be able to find some tutorials. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. As always. Um, yeah. So um, contouring. <laughs> after after all the the bollocks, uh, and there's no other way to put it because it's just you know the normal WWE stuff. Um, we had we they opened the with the first match was the WWE Championship match, which is uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. It is, I mean, there's precedent. It's not that unusual because yeah. I mean they've done this before. They had um, yeah. Seth Rollins and uh, Brock Lesnar a few years ago. That I mean there was that year that Edge uh, had his last match and he uh, that was um, on first against Alberto Del Rio, uh, uh, Sheamus and um, Daniel Bryan that year. You know yeah. it, it has happened. It just. It felt like an odd choice, but I think as they were choosing not to have this as the quote-unquote main event, I suppose the idea was if you put these two out first, they're both going to get like a really big reaction. Um, and you know what? Like, I, I know a lot of people didn't like this. I thought this was quite a good match. I agree. I thought it was a good match. There was nothing wrong I with it. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought, you know what? I'm, they're going to replay for years that spot of uh, Drew McIntyre doing the somersault over the top rope. Like they'll yeah. do that in slow mo, and it's going to look great. But you know what? I don't think he lost anything losing like that, and it made Bobby Lashley look like an absolute fucking monster. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I, I, I mean, he just won. I was quite happy when I, I'm quite happy when people just win. Uh, one of the things that annoyed me though was Cole was like, "Oh, he passed out." He didn't tap out, and I'm like, "Oh, shut the fuck up, dude! Like, <laughs> like just let him loose, you know?" Yeah. Well, Michael Cole didn't have a good night, did he? So you know, <laughs> yeah, we'll get so to that was, later. But, um, but yeah, it was a good match, man. I, I, you know, as well, I thought it, it, you know, there was enough there to protect McIntyre in losing, and he looked still looked great. But they had to go with with uh, Lashley at this stage because actually. Mm. He's got the momentum, and also Lashley is—he's got to be in his forties at this point. Like, you'll have a few more years with McIntyre, and you can tell this great redemption story of him coming back after this big loss and losing yeah. like, clean as a whistle. 
you know, not that they necessarily will, but you can. Um, whereas Bobby Lashley, at this point, if he loses, he's kind of done. Yeah, like, you've got nothing else to go back to. No, it's true. And, it's cool to see him as a champion, by the way. Um, yeah, like, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, they they finally put the pieces in place for him. I think where he yeah. actually, you know, he feels like a big deal. And like, I'm 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 all in on Team Bobby Lashley. I think he looks great. Like, I'm I'm like keep him champion for a while and build up to that match with Brock Lesnar next time they have fans in in a, in a stadium. Yeah, like, it's funny you know, because so much we... you could do. Yeah, no, yeah, it's funny because we at the time when these guys when they try and shove these guys or quote unquote shove these guys down our throats as being big deals, we we reject it. But then I feel like in the end, they they always seem to be right. They're like, you know, we'll get you if you don't think that this guy will be a champion now. You know, we'll we'll get you eventually. Like Drew McIntyre, probably the same thing. Bobby Lashley, um, uh, Roman Reigns, like. You know, I guess sometimes uh, the, sometimes wrestling fans think they know more than Vince, but uh, in the end, no, you don't. <laughs> like, you really don't. Or as a counterpoint to that, that the uh, the raw talent of these of these guys has over overridden the terrible booking that they've had yeah. to live through. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah, the cream always rises to the top, and all that. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. I mean, just as a counterpoint, it, it could be either. That's a could, very could fair counterpoint. <laughs> it's a it's a mixture of both a, a little bit of column a, a lot of column b though <laughs> yeah um but i i thought a really hot opener and like and yeah. it got a, you know and yeah it, it was the longest match of the night but i mean yeah it, 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 i really enjoyed it and i thought they did some really cool stuff like the you know uh at one point drew doing the whole um trying to get out of the four nelson doing the whole um finish to uh bret hart versus rowdy Roddy piper from wrestlemania mm. 8 um, and also, um, obviously, a Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, Bret Hart from uh, Survivor Series '96. It's the same finish, mm. basically. But um, that not working, and then Lashley powering back into the full Nelson is beautiful. It's a thing of thing of absolute beauty. Good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, and I, yeah, I, I think I can see why people ragged on this because I know it's not going to be for everyone. But two big lads knocking the shit out of each other. I was well up for this. The finish wasn't and a they, botch. They delivered. Yeah, no, they did. The, the finish wasn't a botch, but it didn't yeah. go as smoothly as it could have. The, the, no, the, the no, distraction I, I wasn't captured well. So no, I think MVP true. should have jumped on the apron or something. It's it was good though that I like I'm glad that there was something in there and it was it was clever to do the whole split second being enough to make the difference though. And I, like, mm, but yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. It should have been a little bit more overt, I think. But um, yeah. you know, I, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then, you know, moving on to something completely different, uh, they had the uh, the tag team turmoil match. Did you watch that? I did actually. Yes, indeed. Um, oh my god! Uh, that the beginning of it was it? horrible. <laughs> yeah. The, so uh, who was that? so? I wrote down Naomi, Camilla, Billy Kay, and what of whatever was start <laughs> were a good starting act, but that was sloppy garbage. <laughs> I mean. Like, yeah, it wasn't great. I've got to be honest. It, it's um, it, yeah, it's, the, the, yeah. The the first four that. that came out, the first two tag teams were terrible. Like, and I know yeah. Naomi is better than this. I don't know much about Carmella, but, but Billy Kay and the other ladies sucked ass. You know, they were also <laughs> thrown together tag teams again, like okay. just making up numbers. And I feel like there's a bit of that in there. Like, it's it's you know. I think if yeah. you if you throw together tag teams, that is going to happen, and, um, you know, especially in this format as well. Like in this yeah, format, it's... like the tag team turmoil thing is horrible. 
Like it's mm. not it's not good. Like it's a terrible idea that unless you've got like proper super workers to do it. Like and they don't in that division because the tag team the, the actual women's division is great. But mm. the women's tag team division has been so under underlooked at, you know, and it's been so uh, yeah. kind of uh underrepresented for quite some time that it's just yeah, it wasn't great. Some of it um, was good. Some of it was good. I was impressed with uh, was it Dana Brooke and Mandy something something. Mandy Rose, um, yeah, they were pretty good. They've quietly been doing good things yeah. as a tag team. Um, I thought the Riot Squad also looked pretty good at points. Uh, I quite it, like them. Kind of botchy, but I like a bit. Them. Yeah, but I think it works for them though. Like it, it, it's it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be smooth all the time. Yeah, uh, they did they some interesting stuff. Good. Yeah, they did um, some interesting And that's the thing. Stuff. And then so, you know, they did some lovely, innovative stuff that yeah. you enjoyed, I enjoyed, everybody else enjoyed. So the obvious decision was for them to not win and instead to have Natalia and Tamino. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. That was... Do you know what was funny? Because having watched Night 2 first, I was like, uh... <laughs> <When they laughs> won, I was like, oh, oh, God, this goes nowhere. <laughs> this goes nowhere. So, yeah, um... I, I would say, yeah, this match was uh, it was a thing. It happened. It wasn't the worst. I was very impressed with um, Dana Brooke and Mandy something something. They they came out looking like um, like uh, strippers from an eighties movie from an eighties action. Yeah, their, their outfits were um, weird. Um, from what I gather, I because I've, I'm a normal person in twenty twenty one. I haven't gone looking for it, but I gather Twitter was ablaze <laughs> with uh, the fact that. Um, uh, Dana Brooke had had some sort of wardrobe malfunction. Ah, she had the old um, nipple slipple. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, but they were which, really good. You know, I know, I know. I mean, it's just between that and uh, Mandy Rose uh, almost breaking her neck trying to get to the ring, uh, slipping <laughs> in the rain. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great night for them. Um, I will say, though, things picked up pretty quickly after that. Uh, and mm. there's nothing else on the card that I didn't enjoy after that point. Yeah, um, yeah. On that on night one, like uh, Cesaro and Actually, Seth Rollins. Are... Okay. So go on, go on. I was going to say, no, 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 the AJ Styles almost thing I did not like, but we can, we can we'll talk, talk about that We'll later. get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cesaro and Seth Rollins, did you enjoy that? That was fucking amazing. Awesome. Mm. Um, that the, the propaganda video at the start. <laughs> I loved that. I loved it. It was so loved it funny. So much. Uh, embrace, embrace the vision. <laughs> so, <laughs> the whole thing was fantastic. So I um, this might be the best Seth Rollins. I think this is my favorite Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Is this like smarmy, like not the cult leader, not the you know, not the uh, savior, none, none of this. This guy who's just like this sort of like weird motivational speaker guy. Like yeah, I don't know, just like, narcissist. It works. Yeah, <laughs> just absolute narcissist uh, ma- messiah complex kind of thing. Is he's just so good at it? Yeah, <laughs> he's and these so two, put, these two put together something incredible. Um, yeah, really good. For, for like, this is one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. Like, it was so good. Mm. Um, Should have been a title and, match, man. It was so good. Uh, but I mean, this was a. I mean, obviously Cesaro having the win here would have been like a is a is a big deal as well because you know you yeah, are talking yeah. about somebody who is, you know, one of the biggest moments in WrestleMania history is it came via Seth Rollins. I I, I was I was there. I remember. Yeah. Oh, uh, amazing. As, as always, my wife every time I mention it mentions that apparently when his music started during uh, the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match, I was physically shaking. Uh, with excitement, <laughs> uh, which is, is uh, yes, yes, <laughs> probably just standing there, going, yes, <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, but yeah, um, that was that was good. Um, but yeah, like also this match had probably what might be the best uh, the best sequence I've ever seen in a WrestleMania match. Um, Which one was that? I, Oh, I've got in front of me because I reviewed uh, this for one of the, the websites I write for. And uh, I'm going to read you out exactly what I've written about this sequence. Okay. Right. So with Seth Rollins in the ropes, Cesaro went to grab him by the legs. And again, Rollins flipped out. But in doing so, he did a somersault that fed directly into another neutralizer attempt, only for Rollins to flip out into yes. a Harris attempt, but over-rotating, landing on his feet into a pedigree for a two-count in what might have been the greatest sequence in WrestleMania history. Yeah, that was that was amazing. You know, you know what that um like my only note was that these guys are maybe the two most athletic guys in the WWE. It's crazy. Like unbelievably strong and and the things that they can do it it, it was uh it was um the it was an elevation among everything else that was on the show bar maybe the main event because there was stuff that sasha banks did that i was so impressed with but yeah these two do guys know, are do you know uh, why they're uh, so athletic uh, uh, cocaine uh, no not cocaine uh, steroids or crossfit Jesus? Apparently. yeah crossfit yeah yeah because I, I know seth rollins is Super into CrossFit. I so is Cesaro, Cesaro apparently. CrossFit and coffee, yes. apparently, these two. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Because these guys they... were... Sorry, go on, man. No, no, go on, sorry. No, I was just saying, these the, the stuff that they were doing, like, as I said, I wrote down here, the Cesaro neutralizer sequence, the Seth Pedigree sequence, like, this is ba- the best match so far. There was the Cesaro curb stomp into the uppercut, which was just mm. just ridiculous. Like, And then the, the spins, like, these guys are at the peak physical um they're, they're, it's just the perfect confluence of wrestling skill and and hyper athleticism it was uh, amazing yeah 100 percent agree it is it is uh that is arguably i think that's one i'm gonna go that's one i've made a note of as uh, a future one to go back and watch as probably mm. one of the best matches in wrestlemania history like i think honestly if, if it if only it had been for a title this would be being talked about already is being in that you know the yeah you're, even if it was just the Intercontinental, which you know, you know, well, we'll get, we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, I, yeah, um, yeah, match of the, well, yeah, match of the night. I think probably sure. uh, like it's this and the main event of this show, and yeah, maybe yeah. the main event of night two probably are the the yeah. big, yeah, they're they're the contenders. Your highlights, me. yeah. Oh, definitely, um, and a, re- a big moment for Cesaro as well. Like it, this felt like a proper star making moment if they capitalize on it. So yeah. hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, He's feuding with Roman Reigns for the Universal Title now, so oh, that would be good. Yeah, I, I've got I've got high expectations for that. I think that yeah, that would be very good, good. Yeah. especially this Roman Reigns, who we'll talk about in a minute. But the, the oh, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> uh, we'll get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, he's so good. Him and his new Hollywood teeth. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are very nice teeth. You can't you can't miss them. Good lord. Yes. Um, <laughs> Right, so yeah, then we had uh, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos, uh, which I, I, I is it Omos or Omos? I can't. I can never they they say Omos, but I'm like, that's not. I, I don't know. Wouldn't there be another? It feels S- like it's yeah. Omos, but yeah, 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 it's Omos um, to me. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was fine. It was a bit weird the way they they structured it, and the psychology was with the baby faces cutting off the ring to stop the heel getting in. I don't know. It felt a bit weird, but like overall, it, it put almost over as a big deal, which was really all it was designed to do. So I was fine, uh, with it, yeah. but you said you weren't keen. 
Yeah, because like, look, like if it's not, I mean, at this point, if it's not in AEW and it's a tag match, it's generally going to be shit, as far as I'm concerned. And this was your, everything I hate about tag wrestling. It was so fucking boring. And then when Omos did get in the ring, he did some slappity slap, bang bang, and then it was over. To be honest, I generally don't enjoy the New Day as a wrestling entity. <laughs> I enjoy them as as um as a entertainment. Vehicle. Yeah, I could see that. So I never actually enjoy them in the ring. Um, uh, AJ Styles is, I mean, it's fantastic. So is Kofi. I mean, I don't really know too much about Xavier Woods because I don't really see him wrestle that much. And Omos is just going to be, you know, your usual big slappy slap man. So I mean, yeah, apparently, apparently, Omos is uh, is not necessarily the most gifted uh, worker. If, if you could tell, reports are to be believed. <laughs> You could tell. You know what? I'm going to give him big ups because I just found out he's from Nigeria. So I'm, he's from Nigeria. So I'm going to take it back. He's actually one of the greatest wrestlers I've ever seen. <laughs> I think. Uh, because yeah, because obviously, it. Daniel, uh, Nigerians are really well represented on these, um, these this pair oh, of geez. shows. Oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. So, yeah, yeah, then we had uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon for the cage match. Oh, which, um, did we? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> this is just dumb. It was fun, but it was yeah. dumb. I've got um, Shane doing his usual jumping off things onto low things thing. That's that's a summation of this match. I mean, the thing is, you know, there was all the silliness that led up to it and blah, 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 blah. And, it, you know, inevitably it's fine. But I have, I have two problems about this. One, like, that bump off the top of the cage may not have been as spectacular as him jumping off a Hell in a Cell. But it probably hurt a shitload more because he wasn't <laughs> landing on like a collapsible table. He was no, landing was on the ring. ring. I bet that hurt like fuck. Yeah, um, it was totally unnecessary. Also, at this point, if Strowman is going to throw him off the cage back into the ring, why not get down and pin him rather than getting down and then making a speech about bullying and then giving him a power slam and pinning him? It, it, because uh, like, it's like it's Sun Tzu says, you need to ultimately destroy your opponent. Both mentally it, and physically, it, so. it was dumb. I, 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 I didn't hate it. I, it was fun, but it was stupid. It was one of yeah, the no. stupid, like Braun Strowman ripping the uh, the mesh off the side of the cage. He's, yeah, he's ripping the cage. Oh my god! So okay, dumb. Cool. I, I, wrote, I, I didn't hate it. No, it was fine. It was it was a stupid spot fest. I I wrote down. I can't be bothered to watch Shane threaten to widow his family again. <laughs> I mean, that's that's totally fair. To be honest, <laughs> I'm I'm a bit done with Shane McMahon now. Like I'm yeah, kind of too. like I, I like if he went away for a while now. Like I don't mean like prison. I just mean like you know he just wasn't on TV for a bit. I'd be, be quite happy. You know what I mean? Um, you know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying he needs to go down for corporate espionage or anything. Though. Nobody's saying that. I, you know, I'm just saying him not being on TV for a while, maybe like a couple of years, would be quite. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Work. This is all kind of played out for him. Just um, don't be in the ring anymore, Shane. Don't jump off any more high things. So, please. And you know what? I was about to say. You know, we had some of the Hall of Fame blood, blibbity, blibbity after that. Um, and I was going to say. You know, we're on. Uh, we've got you know still the match of the night. Oh well, another one of the uh, match of the night contenders to come with uh, the main event. But then I forgot that about Bad Bunny. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you also we talk about that, Bad Bunny. We do, but but you you forgot to mention NW Old came out oh. for life. <laughs> uh, do you know what I I, I loved um, I loved that um, that little segment with with Bailey and them only because 
like uh, I know this was earlier in the show, but I'd forgotten about it. That uh, uh, X Park was just like they were all supposed to be like, oh no, I'm not going to do the too sweet, and he just did it anyway. It was like because I quite like you. I was like, all right, so he's basically <laughs> ruined this segment because he doesn't give a shit. I'm like, I respect that a lot. Hey man, because he, sometimes you just have to too sweet. I, I, I respect know, him a lot. That's a yeah. cool thing. Um, new, 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 new. <laughs> so I, just, I had to do it. Oh, sorry. Are we talking about the European Super League? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah the, the ESL, the new, the, the no, new world uh, <laughs> <life>. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, if life is forty-eight hours, um, <laughs> yeah. that is a, another topic for a different podcast. This is not the not the forum. Sorry, uh, listen I'm, to uh, the football I'm, cube, uh... <laughs> <laughs> dude. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> let's, let's never do that. Um, It'd just be the most nihilistic football I just speak to two people going, I, I, I will watch football, but deep down I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. L- largely, this is this is a, sh- a sham of a thing. Um, yeah. Right. Let's talk about Bad Bunny because um, right. I feel like um, I want to talk about Bad Bunny because uh, I was hella impressed. Yes. Wow. Yeah. The guy can, uh, the guy can do his thing. He can wrestle. I was I was shocked. Like he carried most of this match. Like he did. Damien Priest was barely in there. Like he was there for most of this. I would argue Damien Priest ruined the match <laughs> <laughs> by not being bad body. Yeah, basically, when he came in, it was like, oh, dude, oh. I was having fun. Uh, my only issue with this match, Bad Bunny was fantastic. Like, it, it, the guy can wrestle. If you wanted to take this seriously, he could be a star. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, definitely. The problem is, he, he weighs about 50 kilograms soaking wet. Uh, so I couldn't believe he was standing toe-to-toe with The Miz and, <laughs> and John Morrison. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe him standing toe-to-toe with anyone else. But The Miz and Morrison are presented as, like, pretty shit comedy characters uh, yeah, as losers uh, yeah but they're big yeah. dudes except for except for last month when uh the miz was briefly world champion um oh yeah, oh, yeah. i forgot i yeah, forgot that happened yeah. briefly but you know we, we move on um but yeah like i, I will say bad buddy like oh, this was way better than, it, than expected like I, I i yeah like he did like he did moves that like fucking half the roster can't do it was crazy he did a like, canadian destroyer i know what the fuck <laughs> That blew my fucking mind. Someone tweeted about that they, as a joke before it happened. They were like, yeah, watch how he does a Canadian destroyer. We're like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, oh, wow, that actually happened. Yeah, that, fantastic. That blew my damn mind. Like, he I, did a vertical like, suplex, and it was good. Uh, yeah. Jeez. I mean, so this is this is uh, surely the best uh, non, like the best celebrity appearance in uh, in wrestling history, surely. Like, I, think, I, I can't think of anybody be. else. Like, I think it might be. Like uh, Shaquille O'Neal did a did a match for AEW not that long ago, which was excellent. Yes. But like not this good. No. Um, yeah, because like, there's is... only so much Shaquille can do. <laughs> at yeah, his size. I mean, uh, with the, with his knees, yeah, like he's yeah. you know yeah you know, he, he, he had a whole career uh, which took quite a toll <laughs> on his body, like you know yeah exactly. Um, Whereas Bad Bunny is 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 a you know is a singer, so hasn't really had to do all of that. Um, had a cool entrance too. Yeah, the thing with the, the the big truck that was quite cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it was it was it was really fun. And you know what? Him winning was actually quite it's like quite a good feel good moment. I thought. Which, yeah, uh, it was really cool. 
And especially since he put so much effort into it. And I remember watching the kickoff show, I think, for the second night. And Randy Orton, like, you know, was was talking about how much respect that um, Bad Bunny had given to the performers and how seriously he had taken his training. Like, it, this wasn't yeah. a joke for him. So I think it, 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 having gone back and watched that match, you could tell he, he took this extremely seriously. Well, put, apparently. A lot of effort. Yeah. Apparently he was, uh, like... At every Raw and SmackDown, whether he was performing or not, for the last like three months, he's wow. just been there. Like he put everything else on hold except for going to the Grammys. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, basically, it like twice a week was there, like before and after the shows, training, like trying to learn to do these moves. And apparently, the uh, the Canadian Destroyer was a thing that the day before. He learned because David, <laughs> Damien Priest said, why don't you give it a go? I think it would be really good. <laughs> he, was like, no, he was like, no, I don't think I should. Like, I don't know if it's a very safe thing. And like, and Damien Priest, I think from what I gather, basically just said, nah, go on, it's all right. Uh, he'll be fine. Like, I'm fucking glad he did as well. Because to be fair, like, they, they made such a big difference. So like, that was a huge yeah. pop. Like, really, really I, know, I know it's one of those things where your opponent, like, has a lot of the responsibility. Yeah, it does most of the work. But still, it's so impressive because that is not like fucking day one stuff. That is no, like, yeah. You've way got a down hang, the line. You've got a help in a Canadian. I mean, I, I can imagine it's a move. Even as the guy that you know isn't doing all the work, you still have to work with the guy doing the flip oh, and yeah. everything. So and and land properly, and there's a lot of responsibility. So it's a big move to for both people to have to pull off. So um, yeah, I'm really, really, really impressed with that. I also hear that apparently this um, this really pissed off Jim Cornette, which I'm I'm always happy for. Cause, uh, <laughs> Is he like Mexicans on TV? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I mean, no, no. Uh, I mean, he did say that out loud at least. Anyway, I mean, I have no idea what he, how he feels just, about people from Latin America. Um, but he, um, I, I think, the idea of a uh, a non-worker coming in and being the Miz, uh, uh, and while also having done a uh, Canadian Destroyer, it's, you know, I, I get it, but also, no, I don't get it, because this is really I get fun. it, I do get it, but also it's not 1963 and no one cares anymore, it doesn't matter. so relax, yeah. Like, we know also, we know it's not real, so You know, if, if you want to do this in, in a company where they don't present, you know, they present wrestling like that, fine. But WWE hasn't presented wrestling like that for years, mm -mm. so, no. like... And yeah, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing is another conversation, but that is the way they present this. So, like, yeah. it's not wildly unbelievable that a comedy character would, you know, end up over underestimating this this plucky guy who, you know, comes in and has, has trained really well and then he does all this shit and you get a feel-good moment out of it. Like, it was a fun yeah. thing. And it, it was fun. Throwaway as fuck. It doesn't harm anybody. And it's, you know, it was... It was I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah. Was, I mean, look... Jim Connor has his own feelings, and uh, we have ours. Like I can imagine, he didn't like any of the, the you know, traveling through space and time shit that um, uh, they did with John wow. Cena last year. But I fucking love that. Oh stuff, yeah, so, you know, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, that was better than what they did with the Fiend this year. So I mean, oh yeah, which we'll briefly get to, I guess. Oh, you've got a robot voice. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Sorry, it's okay. You uh, you dropped out okay, for a second. That's fine. God damn um, it, robot voice. Um, robot house. Um, robot. There we go. Okay. Um. Uh. So then it was just the main event, really. It was all that was left. Uh. And, yes, indeed. Um. 
Yeah, which was fucking ace, by the way. Good match. Good um, match. Yeah, and you know what? Like, it was oddly, and again, <laughs> you could argue they undid some of this work the following day, but uh, oddly progressive for WWE by their standards because they're not often a particularly progressive company. To have two African-American women in the main event of WrestleMania was actually a pretty fucking cool thing that I I, I didn't, even when it was announced, I was like, I, I just don't think they'll go through with it because I, I just don't trust WWE to take to, yeah. to like handle this like with the respect it deserves. But they fucking yeah. did. It was crazy. Yeah. The way the way I the way I saw it though, uh, kind of uh, annoyed me. Well, not annoyed me, but they were like, "This is the first, uh, um, you know, African American women to uh, headline WrestleMania." Uh, but really. Uh, who? What was stopping you before WWE? It's your fucking. Oh, I mean, company. absolutely nothing. <laughs> this isn't. It's not a league. It's not like oh no, African Americans were good enough for this to happen beforehand. This is this is your doing. So it's I not mean, really. This is, this is the true. first time <laughs> this has happened. This is the first time you've been comfortable enough for it to happen. So maybe don't pat yourself on the back. <laughs> maybe shut the fuck wait. up. Hang <laughs> on, so, wait, are you, are you saying that WWE isn't a world leader in? being progressive and moving things into the 21st well, century. And it's just you know, that they've been dragged, hey, kicking and screaming by society to do this. Hey, that's too far, Thomas. Now, don't put those kind of words in my mouth. All I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is maybe they should chill out, right? It's it's a great... It, I'm, I'm glad that this has happened, and I'm glad that uh, finally the WWE is comfortable enough for this to happen. But it's no... It's no... It's nothing for them to be proud about. <laughs> in, I mean, in some ways, it's taken them this long. For it to happen for, to me anyway i'm glad it did though and it was a um, fantastic match i was gonna say putting aside any any of the other things that go along with it the actual quality of the match was fucking incredible oh my god like jeez i like like sasha banks like she was just phenomenal throughout this but like yeah. and also really playing to you had this brilliant dynamic of like sasha being this wily veteran who can do all yeah. these kind of like really intricate moves and everything and That's then you've exactly got Bianca Bianca Belair just doing these fucking raw, like, power spots and, like, yeah. playing to her strengths is just this, you know, this just incredible athlete. Like, it was such an interesting dynamic yeah. between the two. And you don't see that very often. Like, where they, no, they're it, telling a story in that way. Like, it's it was really yeah. good. Yeah, it was, it was like the perfect, um, yeah, it was the perfect story of, yeah, the Wally veteran versus the young, just, you know, you could, you could see the theory in Sasha Banks' eyes that it doesn't matter how good she is, that the, the, the power of youth is going to see oh. through. And, and she, but she just didn't have the same tricks that Bianca did. Uh, sorry, that, um, uh, Bianca just, um, yeah, Bianca did not have the same tricks that Sasha did, but, you know, in the end, like, that raw power, shone through but for me one of the most impressive things about this whole thing was just how good sasha banks was because she had to carry the match and i've never really been a oh, big yeah. sasha banks fan but man she did a lot in this match and i was so impressed oh, i didn't realize just how good she is <laughs> I, I i would say as well what i liked about this is that and somebody pointed this out uh, recently so i can't take credit for this uh, i wouldn't dream of doing that but um i saw this pointed out on twitter that not that long ago um that, it, you know, one of the really interesting things about this match is they told a story that you couldn't tell in any other match because it doesn't work, the dynamic wouldn't work. So, the you know, the mm. fact that you have Sasha Banks using doing this thing that she does really, really well with her character, which is, you know, be ice cool until she gets frustrated. And then she starts doing all these weirdly innovative things, like taking any shortcut 
possible to but mm. we're still within the rules i guess you know like bending the rules you know the stuff with um using um belair's ponytail like as this yeah, uh cool. braid like as a like a as a you know uh like trying to do the bank statement using her hair was yeah just fucking incredible that was cool that was cool man um there like, was the there was- i really enjoyed that oh. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Galley, the voice of the National Wrestling Alliance, and you are listening to the WrestleQ. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Hello. We, we, we had a little. We had a little technical issue, uh, but we are back. Uh, so you, that uh, that's why you, it sort of went a bit weird mid mid flow. I mean, you might not you might not have even noticed because uh, my editing skills are getting better. So maybe they're yeah, pretty good. Pretty uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, so we were just talking about the main event. Um, I think we both agreed it was fantastic. And I don't think there's much more to say about night one, really. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good mania. So I, I guess it ended there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that would, you know what? Had it ended there, arguably, with maybe the only other match I can think of that I would have liked from night two would have been the main event. If you'd yeah. ended that there, and then somewhere in the middle of the card had the uh, the triple threat from uh, from night, night two, that would have been the greatest WrestleMania they've ever made. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a really good I've show. Quite some way. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a very, very, very good show. I would have been uh, very pleased. Okay, so this is where things went uh, tits up, pretty much for us. Um, it was yeah, unfortunate. Uh, we had a really lovely conversation, as you've heard, about night one, and unfortunately, night two was. Uh, plagued with difficulties about the audio and going from there. So apologies for that. In summary, um, I think we both quite liked the Randy Orton, uh, Alexa Bliss stuff to a point, but both agreed that it was pretty much garbage in the end. Uh, There was very little else on the second night that either of us enjoyed to the same level as the stuff on night one. Um, You know, the highlights including... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, uh, as well as um, I would say um, Asuka and Rhea Ripley to a certain degree. Um, while again, nothing hitting the levels of the first night until we talked about the main event, in which I think both of us were of the mind that uh, Roman Reigns is an absolute beast uh, and uh, the right person went over um, in what was one of the. You know, highlights of the night I think um, and a really really strong uh, strong main event. It's really hard to capture the conversation. Oh also uh, we did discuss Apollo Crews and Big E uh, which um, neither of us were particularly big fans of. Daniel I would say uh, Daniel probably had slightly stronger opinions about it than I did um, but understandably as un- excuse me, understandably um as he's Nigerian, I can imagine that he would have stronger opinions about it than I do. I think the whole thing was just a bit shit, really. Um, and neither of us are exactly sold on this whole Apollo Crews business. Um, but yeah, largely, uh, it is sad that we would have missed this audio. And I've got a little bit that we managed to recover from the end. But uh, yeah, it's not going to be quite the same. Um Sadly, yeah, you know, it's one of those things, but uh, it can't be helped, I'm afraid. So apologies, and hopefully you've enjoyed what you've heard and what you're going to hear. Um, And I look forward to being able to bring you more completely complete 
completely complete uh more uh fully complete uh podcasts in the future thank you hello world my name is simon miller and you are listening to the wrestle cube podcast okay so after some more technical issues uh and uh hopefully it's been seamless but eh, probably not um yeah, so we were just talking about how fucking ace Roman Reigns is. Um, and, yeah, obviously the right decision for him to go over here and to retain the title, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, good on Roman Reigns. I think he's fantastic. I think he's been fantastic for a long time. I don't understand the booing stuff, but, hey, I'm not a paying, uh, I guess, uh, live fan, I guess. So. Yeah, eh. yeah. But what I mean, do I know? What do you think, overall thoughts, then, of the two nights, I guess? Uh, I say two nights of WrestleMania, two nights of, um, uh, you know, the night of the Immortals is too many. I think one night is fine. I think we should go back to having one night. Um, just over three hours, three hours is fine. I don't Maybe think... four at a push, like four I can yeah. deal with, but like not six hours, not eight hours. Yeah, like, no, I don't crazy. need six hours. No, it's too much wrestling. Um, I think um, as someone who is a, a hyper casual when it comes to WWE, um, for, to tune in once a year and watch some wrestling, uh, when it comes to WWE at least, uh, I think you know it was a good show uh, for night one, um, but night two would have would have put me off right you know right immediately. Um, so yeah, good show, but only needs to be one of them. Yeah, I, I largely agree. I mean, there was some good stuff on this show. The night one was excellent. Night two was largely garbage. Uh, yeah. And it, it was a lot of filler, if I'm honest. For for a WrestleMania, there was a lot of fucking filler here. So yeah. I, well, I they're going back to one night next year, which I'm happy about. But I oh, hope they good. don't go back to these marathon eight hour shows because nobody wants it. Like no. I, as, as you say, you know, I, night one, even if it had been another, say, you know, one match longer, I could probably could have dealt with that. But that's the the optimum length. Like I don't think you could go yeah. above that without it being too much. So. Yeah, I mean, not the worst WrestleMania. And it was nice having fans back as well. That made a big difference. But um, yeah, you know, uh, certainly one of the more eventful ones, I guess, because of larger world circumstances. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, not not a perfect WrestleMania by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Because as we all know, the perfect WrestleMania was WrestleMania 31. Oh, well, I would say 17, but I can't remember 31 off the top of my head. There's a lot of shite on the undercard at WrestleMania 17. Don't care, Thomas. Don't. <laughs> care. Uh, uh, little spoiler alert: We are actually eventually going to get around to doing a review of, uh, of WrestleMania 17, uh, oh, yeah. possibly with at least one guest, uh, maybe two. See how we go. But um, it depends on how whether we can sort out our technical difficulties. Because um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. If it can't handle two of us, I'm not sure if it's going to handle three or four. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah when three get involved, but yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully. Uh, we're coming to the end of this and hopefully uh, you've heard all of it and it's all been all right. Uh, Cause we've had some a technical nightmare. Uh, but yeah, um, you can catch up with uh, what we've been doing on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash WrestleCube uh, on Twitter at, at WrestleCube on Instagram at WrestleCube. Um, and yeah, we will be resuming the King of Cube tournament stuff uh, at some point quite soon. Uh, we just keep getting distracted by other things, but we are, we, you know, it is very much on the horizon. It's going to happen. Don't worry. Uh, Sting versus Jushin Thunder Liger will be the next uh, the next oh, thing yes. that we talk about. 
Uh, and it is going to be that's going to be a really interesting conversation about uh, yeah. legacy and match quality versus character and uh, character morphing. It's it's going to be really good. Um, but yeah, so that was WrestleMania thirty seven. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Daniel? No, no, just uh, looking forward to El Rey del Cubo. Um, oh yes. yes, that's what I'm calling it in in Espanol. Yeah, if you didn't funny. know. Daniel's been learning Spanish. Uh, yep, I think and I'm I using it whenever I can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, every time you use Spanish, I want, I want to turn around and say, ah, trade bien. And I'm like, wrong language, wrong language. <laughs> this does not work. Because <laughs> I've been doing I know, Thomas, you could, I would have agreed because my Spanish is uh, just as good as my, my, my French, uh, which is both bad, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I've been doing a bit of French on Duolingo, but it's not enough Nice. Uh, I need to do actual classes at some point, but again, I've just got to get get my ass in gear and do it. And with two small children at home, that's not always that easy. So, uh, no way. <laughs> logistics. Uh, anyway, right. I won't bore your uh, our audience to tears with uh, talk of logi- my logistical issues. Um, right. Well, uh, as I said, you can follow us at all the usual places. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, comments, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, wrestlecube at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, just, you know, thanks for continuing to listen. I hope this hasn't been too painful with all the technical issues. And yeah, yeah. Um, I've been Tom Mimner. And I've been Daniel El Cubo Akinbola. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, together we've been Techno Team 2000. And uh, this is uh, <laughs> uh, this has been WrestleCube. And uh, see you soon. So long, folks. <laughs> Bye.